0: Ebony. Hi, I'm Mary.
1: How's your day going?
0: Pretty good, pretty good. Cannot complain. Had a very good day. Had some really good food
1: mm-hmm.
0: and took a nice walk afterwards.
1: So an unexpected walk. Yeah. <laughs> it was. A...
0: It was very impromptu. Very, um, Mr. Uberman, where are you taking us?
1: <laughs> he decided we're going on a group walk. I was like, oh, okay. I'll roll with it. It's for the best.
0: Yeah. Exercise is always healthy.
1: That's true. It's good for your mental health, too. hmm Like, it's kind of sick how good exercise makes you feel when you're done. You're like, I wish I didn't feel that good.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, because then I'll have to do it again. hmm Yeah. So, what would you like to talk about today?
1: What if we did, like, recommendations? Okay. Like, if you like this, maybe you'll like this book.
0: Yeah, okay. Like... If you like true crime, maybe you would like American Sherlock by Kate Winkler. What's that woman's last name? Dawson.
1: Yeah. What's it about?
0: Um, it's about the very first person to invent a lot of forensic science that we still use today. His name was Edward Oscar Heinrich. Mm-hmm. And he admitted blood spatter analysis and the geographic analysis that they used to locate where somebody might have been killed.
1: Okay.
0: Like, those kind of specifics. He had a lot of issues with the jury because he was so scientific and technical with his terminology that they would look at him like, what? So, he did, like, also... Go through a lot of studying and understanding of how to properly communicate with the jury to make them understand i wish like people had that same type of tenacity and effort into their work that they heated because
1: it was just really groundbreaking stuff it's really really cool that's really cool mm-hmm. i also feel i'm not trying to make this like a dig or anything <laughs> but it's easy to be like groundbreaking back then because they didn't have any technology
0: they're just like hmm I'm going to invent handwriting analysis and you know what I'm going to be an expert at it because who's going to question me
1: that Mm -hmm. was a lot
0: that was a lot of what (laughs) was going on back then and he hated those people (laughs) like she goes into it and um one of the chapters that she's writing because um he, he himself is like an expert and he's just like oh yeah I'm gonna make sure, like, I get this guy, and the other people are just like, "Um, it looks like dude is in the military, and he's over here, like, you know, he's in the military because he said it in the letter. (laughs) What type of analysis is this? You're gonna make us like ineffective because you're such an amateur, and you're just like, no, I'm an expert. (laughs) This is it right here because I, you know, wrote it in my handwriting. I'm an expert, and I have decided
1: that I am. Yes, the foremost." don't
0: question me exactly so what about you if you were to suggest something in true crime what would you suggest
1: i my book is still going to be like a fiction book because i'm going to just put this out there i read mainly fiction <laughs> yes. like it's really hard for me to read nonfiction, and if i am reading nonfiction, it's probably a memoir mm-hmm. but there is a book that i picked up And it kind of, like, surpassed all my hopes because I found it in, like, you know, the Barnes & Noble's Book annex, like, in the back of the store where, Mm -hmm. like, they're trying to mark everything down to get rid of it. So, it was back there, and it was, like, only, like, three books. And I was like, okay, because the cover looked really interesting. It was a red book, and I have a bunch of red books. Yeah. So, I was like, you know what? I'll just add it to my little stack. Mm Mm-hmm. And I... It's actually called The Chain by Adrian McKinty, and it's kind of about child abduction, Mm -hmm. but not in like a, oh, this child was this age, was abducted by their home by this person, and this person has been doing this. It's more of like, do you remember like those chain messages you used to get like in texts like in junior high that's like, send this to 10 people, your mom dies tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, it's like kind of like that, because there's like an organization that's like, getting people to kidnap other people's children for like a ransom to get their own kids back oh shit so it's kind of like a circle like a ring of people like just abducting each other's kids Mm -hmm. like to get their own kids back and like once you see it's really interesting to see like what parents will do for their children Mm -hmm. like I don't have kids so like I never get that like oh I would do I would drop anything for these people in my life it's kind of like yeah. yeah i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah <laughs> because you know me
0: i'm just like oh my god we let me just go ahead and call these people yeah like i'm kind of hot
1: because like no i don't want to be a part of this yes but like these parents are buying burner phones and they're hiding kids in empty houses and mm-hmm. they're just like doing whatever it takes to get their kids back and then there's like a good kind of like psychological thriller aspect when you get to the organization behind, like, the chain, mm-hmm. and you kind of get to see, like, how they became who they are, mm-hmm. and it's really good. I don't want to give away any spoilers, just in case you or anybody else wants to read it. I definitely want to read it. It is on my shelf. You can go and pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I'll be sure to grab that after all of this. Um.
0: So, I know, I know, I know, I know. You literally mention it every episode. You have nothing no love whatsoever for fantasy i don't, I don't but know. if you had a fantasy pick what would that fantasy pick
1: be so this is really funny because you asked me this before we sat down to do this and yeah. i was like i can't get on here and be like ebony once again i don't read <laughs> fantasy please stop asking <laughs> i just want you to so bad But everybody does, and I get recommendations all the time for, like, these big series that are, like, blowing up on, like, TikTok and everything, and anywhere that people are, like, reviewing books, and Mm -hmm. I just once I start hearing about fairies or things, I'm like, no thank you yeah like it's kind of like my brain just like shuts off I'm like nope I don't want to do that Mm -hmm. no thank you it's a bit too far-fetched it is a little bit too far-fetched and there's so much like world building you have to do that you have to like get into that before you can even get into the story and Mm -hmm. like by that time I'm just over it I'm like okay yeah so I actually typed in like best recent fantasy books to see like hopefully maybe something I read can be classified as fantasy and there was one
0: ding 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 we gotta ring it winner so last year
1: i read this book called the seven husbands of evelyn hugo by taylor jenkins Reid, mm-hmm. and it's really big on booktok and bookstagram mm-hmm. this happens every night
0: <laughs> i'm just like i hope they make it they yeah. sound like they're gonna make it
1: they always do on booktok <laughs> and bookstagram and it's about it's kind of like a fantastical tale of like an old Hollywood star mm-hmm. and like she is married seven times so you kind of get to see like her character development her career development from like where she starts off from with her first marriage to mm-hmm. like where she ends up with she's like sort of a recluse she doesn't want to tell her story to anybody until she reads like an article that this woman who's kind of down on her look writes, mm-hmm. and she's like I want you to tell my life story okay. and like shortly after she gets told the story out she dies
0: Oh well, there you go. So
1: it's like she she knew what she was going to do, but she mm-hmm. needed to get her story out before. And it's the reason I guess it's categorized as fantasy because it's not a story about anyone in particular, but it is one of those stories that you could kind of put on a lot of like the film stars at that time. Uh huh. And so a it's lot like of, left up into right. It's kind of like yeah, like this person could fit there, and mm-hmm. a lot of people end up saying like Elizabeth Taylor, even though there is a twist at the end of the book to where you're like not, not Elizabeth her. Taylor. <laughs> but it's really interesting. I'm Mm -hmm. gonna put that as my fantasy book because as we both know, I do not read fantasy. Yes. What about you, since you are our resident fantasy expert?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So recently, um, there is this author, her name is Natasha Bowen. She writes um, about the Orisha gods, specifically the goddess over the sea, who um, makes mermaids called Mami Watas. Mm -hmm. And so these mermaids are tasked to help the people who happen to unfortunately die in the sea, they help their souls pass through to the heaven. Mm -hmm. And so this story takes place um, Mm -hmm. in the African culture near around the time um, slavers are taking and kidnapping slaves and prisoners of war and stuff like that. And so um, the main person that we're following is a mermaid and she rescues a boy who gets thrown overboard. Mm-hmm. and instead of taking his soul to the other world, she saves his life and he happens to be a prince of his tribe. and so he like persuades her to help him save his... Um, siblings and they go on a whole journey together and it's actually really beautiful and touching and super super cool because like she goes in depth about the African culture and like the just a bunch of stuff is so in depth and I was just like dang that's a lot of research (laughs) (laughs) I
1: I I aspired to be like that one day (laughs) That's really cool. I like the like the lore of like mermaids, not mm-hmm. like in the Grimm's fairy tale Hans Christian Andersen yeah, yeah, Little yeah. Mermaid, but mm-hmm. more like sirens. Mm-hmm. Because I've always thought that was just really interesting. It was always my favorite part to learn about. Like when we were like studying, I'm not even sure why this would come up in like our world history classes. Like I guess you've got to know, but like it just didn't seem like it fit anywhere. But we did learn about it. And That's like, That's kind of really cool. Yeah,
0: because yeah. like i remember don't recall any of my teachers actually having an interest in it so i just like remember um watching this peter pan story you know one of the many live actions Mm -hmm. and retellings of it And instead of making the mermaids, like, look really beautiful and stuff like that, they made it, like, really scary and, like, with claws instead of, like, beautiful soft hands. And I just loved that. That was my favorite. (laughs) I was like, I love that. (laughs) So last but not least, spicy.
1: Okay, so I'm going to go two different routes because, like, I know when people say spicy, they usually mean smut. (laughs) And... I do not read spit, so I'm going to go with, like, the spiciest books that I have. Okay. And the first one is Three Women by Lisa Tadeo. It came out a couple years ago. It was pretty big when it came out. Mm -hmm. And the story is about, like, women's desire, Mm -hmm. which I thought was an interesting concept because so often in media, whether it be, like, literature or film or anything you see women being the object of desires and you don't really get to see their own desire. Right. And so the story is broken down into like three different women mm-hmm. and they're all like at this weird crossroads in their life. Like there's one who she's married. They have kind of an open marriage. They're looking for somebody to have like a third in their relationship. Mm hmm. Then you have someone, it's like the very classic, oh, I married this man in college. Did I really love him? Probably not. But like, he liked me. He asked Mm -hmm. me to marry him. We have two and a half kids. White picket fence. Mm -hmm. And she ends up meeting, reconnecting with her high school ex-boyfriend on Facebook and starting, er, starting an affair with him.
0: Okay.
1: And then the third woman is a girl who is in high school. And I say girl because she was in high school and she was kind of groomed by her teacher. Mm-hmm. They had an affair and then mm-hmm. it kind of flashes forward 10 years to where she's suing him in court. Okay. So you get to see like, and I'm, I'm not going to say there's not some like really like spicy scenes because there are, but the way that they're like interwoven with like the psychology behind why these women are doing what they're doing why Mm -hmm. they're feeling how they're feeling why they're saying what they're saying why they're doing what they're doing was really interesting to me Mm -hmm. but if you're looking for more of like a i want passionate scenes i want like a good love affair i want something juicy Mm -hmm. there is a book called seven days in june by tia williams it is so good you can read in one sitting i actually read it on the way back from your wedding yes like i just popped it open started reading so good it's Mm -hmm. about Obviously, there's like the teenage love affair. They're both tr- troubled teenagers. They come from like hard homes. Of course, people like that. They find they each other. They always <laughs> find each other in a book. They will always find each other. They find each other, passionate love affair, fall in love. Things happen. They go their separate ways. It flashed mm. forth like 15 years. They're both like big time authors. They meet each other, the panel, start a, a relationship all over again.
0: Interesting. So it's a
1: very nice, like, Oh, we used to love each other. I want to love you again. Mm-hmm. There's, like, those good, like, passion scenes. There's... It's really good writing. The characters are really good. Really well-written characters. Mm-hmm. From, like, the woman to the man to her daughter. There's so much good in that book. And it all works together so well. hmm So, those are my recommendations for spicy books.
0: Well, I only have one recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... It's called Bicensual by, um, what's this lady's name? Nikki Michelle. And straight to Audible. So that's the only (laughs) place you're going to be able to find it. (laughs) And it's about um, the love affair of this man, his partner, Demi, and the other woman, Mona and a mysterious other player that comes into play she's like a lingering trail that is like an infection uh for all of these people throughout the story until the end and it's just woven together so beautifully and the voice acting is phenomenal I could not put it down as soon as I like started <laughs> it. I had to like just keep it going. I was just like, I need all of it more, 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 <laughs> more. I recommend it every single time. Nine out of ten. Love it. It was beautiful telling. Like the character arcs was just so fulfilling. Everybody had a nice wrapped up bow. And like the person that you might feel sympathy for. You, like, grow to hate her, and it's so beautifully done. Yeah. <laughs> it was so... Yes, love it. It was it was so good.
1: So, so, so good. Definitely recommend it. Okay. I have a bonus question for you. Go for it. I thought about it while we were doing this. Uh-huh. What is a book that has been turned into a movie that you would recommend?
0: Huh. A book that was turned into a movie. Okay. I... Definitely. Maybe because of nostalgia purposes, but I recommend Firestarter.
1: <laughs> Definitely for good 1980s.
0: Love it. Like cause you know okay, so in the eighties, I bet you it was like I bet 10 you it was 10. high tech.
1: I bet you people love that. They were
0: just like, whoa! But nowadays it's just such a good movie to go back and laugh at and yeah. cringe at <laughs> Because, like, the things that were acceptable back then, you look at it now, and you're just like, please stop. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but in a good way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but in a good way, because you know nothing bad happened, but it still make you, Egh.
1: Yeah, it kind of gives you the ick.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but a more modern one, let me see. Well, I'm going to go see the new Firestarter remake. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually do love, yes I am drawing it out on purpose as I think about it, Um, I love all the, the Twilight. <laughs> I do, they're like
1: cringy, but in a good way too. Twilight is like the gateway drug of fantasy. It is. Like and for me I stopped there, I closed I the door, not. I did not do anything harder. For you you just busted the door down. You I was like, just I like, give this. it
0: to me all, <laughs> give it all. I read all of the ghosts, all of the witches. I have read all of the werewolves, all of the vampires until I turned out. I didn't like vampires anymore. That's that's okay though. We can just leave it there. Yeah, you,
1: just, you <laughs> can just leave it learn. there.
0: <laughs> um, but what about
1: you? I feel like I have a lot of book to movie adaptations I like because a lot of my favorite movies are books. Okay. And usually people don't like books to be turned to movies because they never do them justice. Yeah. And uh, for the most part, I do agree with that. Mm-hmm. Like the the book is always better. And I know that's a cliche, but like it's very true. You're it's never gonna get more description, more everything than from the book. Hmm. I am gonna say. Like, obviously, I love things like The Color Purple mm-hmm. and, like, To Kill a Mockingbird.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But my favorite movie of all time is The Notebook. Oh,
0: God. And,
1: like, I when I tell you, I used to love Nicholas Sparks books. Like, yes. me, because me and my mom both liked them. So I would read them, I'd pass them to her, and she'd mm-hmm. read them, or she'd buy it and pass it to me and read them. Mm-hmm. Because we love sappy romance. <laughs> so The Notebook is one of those things I would carry around in high school, like, mm-hmm. Fully like dog-eared, highlighted, Ooh, all no. that sappy. Like if you're a bird, I'm a bird, I eat that up. That's hilarious. So I'm gonna have to say the notebook. And that is my truth. <laughs> um no,
0: I I was never into those kind of movies. Those kind of movies are just so boring to me. I'm in the type of movies and books where I'm just like, give me all of the torture and pain and angst. And give see, me that unrequited love. Give me that Romeo and Juliet kind of stuff. I like very nice and neat.
1: <laughs> I like, oh, yes, I like you. And she's like, oh, I like you too. And then they get married mm-hmm. and then they die together. That's no. what I like to see. I want to
0: see them like... I love you, but you're so bad for me and I might kill you at the end of this story. See, not for me,
1: (laughs) not for me. Is there anything that you've read that you would like to see turn into a movie?
0: Yes, actually. um, Okay, so there is a book series. I mentioned it before, I believe, in possibly our first episode. It's called the Night Angel Trilogy. Mm-hmm. I would like that to be turned into a movie because it's not so um, magical that I feel like they would mess it up. Okay. And it has a very good flair of Assassin's Creed to it because um, the it's basically about how good of a quote unquote wet boy you are. Wet boys are different than assassins because they have magical affinity Mm -hmm. things that help them kill and get away faster. So I, and like, it's more than that, obviously, like definitely go and read the book if you have the chance to do it. But it's just so good and simple. If they mess it up, I could
1: punch them in the face. Gotcha. (laughs) There's like no room for error. No,
0: no, no. Now these other books I'd be reading without a lot of room. It's just like whenever they decide, hey, I'm gonna take this book and make it into a movie, they take out all of the good stuff. Yeah. All the stuff that was there subtly to make it make sense. Mm-hmm. I bring this up all the time and it makes me angry every single time. <laughs> so in <and> Twilight, <laughs> like Bella comes home. And she cooks meals for her and her father, Charlie. And the reason that is set up in the beginning is so that whenever later on in the story, whenever she has to, quote unquote, leave and go back to Florida, she's using that as an argument. She says, you think I'm just going to stay here and cook for you all today like mom did? You think that's fair to me? And that's what makes him let her go because she's like i don't want you to feel like you're crippled here right so in the movie they make it very plain They are like nope, we're not doing that she's going out to eat right at they, this diner they go to the same diner every night and i'm just like so what are you going to use as an argument because you have nothing <laughs> now you're just a spoiled team
1: <laughs> <laughs> you
0: just want to go like that's crazy yeah but that's that's it um so if you can make any movie into a series, like a television series, where you think they would do it justice, totally fleshed out, nothing left behind, what movie would that be?
1: Like what movie or like book series? Oh
0: my bad, book series. No,
1: you're fine. <laughs> um I would actually like to see An American Marriage by Terry Jones okay. as like a Netflix series because the book itself is long enough and there's so many parts mm-hmm. that it would really work as a miniseries. Okay. Because it's it's a pretty sizable book
0: mm-hmm. and it's
1: told with the perspective of like three different people. Mm-hmm. So you get a bunch of different like points of view and different backstories. And I feel like that would work better as a miniseries rather than like a big movie.
0: Okay, would it be similar to Love Life?
1: Mm-hmm. Not really because like the main two characters are married for a majority, there is a third character mm-hmm. that is going to end up kind of like coming in between them. Mm-hmm. So not exactly like Love Life, but I see what you're getting at. Mm-hmm. I would like it shot like Love Life. I would okay. like it like individual like this is the part where I this is obviously what's happening. Mm-hmm. This is the title of this part in their lives.
0: Okay, okay. I do like it.
1: So maybe even an HBO show. Oh, so HBO sure actually.
0: Has that budget. Yeah, they don't miss, yeah. actually. Okay. Um, I think we can tie it up here. Sounds good to me. Okay. Hey, um, thank you for coming by and listening to our third episode of Book Talk with Lucky Jones. I'm Amiri. And I'm Ebony. Thank you all for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day. Why do I do that?